Welcome to Courageous Conversations. Today in conversation with us are uh, Reverend Benjamin and Mrs. Kamala Benjamin. But today they're not going to be pastor and wife. They are going to be just another married couple who've been together for 40 years now. Yeah. Okay. And congratulations on your new grandchild yeah. and one more on the way. But we'll stay away from parenting and grandparenting for today. Uh, we will be spending time talking about uh, gender roles and gender expectations oh. and general gender differences that we have in a sure. marriage one place where these differences uh, show up the most what was the first thing that you noticed was different between the both of you as soon as you got married that your spouse of the other gender was quite different from you just based on gender well we've been married 40 years but we've known each other for more than 50 years Okay. Uh so we So let's go back to 50 years then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so I think the question takes us back there because when we actually um knew each other and we were planning to get married we didn't see the differences. We thought we had a lot in common. You we were blind in love more yeah, than exactly. it. <laughs> we still do have a lot of in common. Okay. But when we got married I realized wow things are not really you know uh the same. really things we are very very different from one another his idea was of relaxation was just stay home my idea of relaxation was go out so what do you do you know coming back from an office late at night and he wants to just relax and he says this is what i want to do you know with this those days there were no laptops and things right, like that but right. generally with a newspaper or just for me it's just like we've not been together the whole day let's get out do something so what would you say come come let's read the newspaper together yeah <laughs> i no, said come you. out we are on a scooter i said i would rather go on the scooter right. sit on the beach somewhere and do something you know and and another thing i realized was we had so much to talk about before we got married after we got married uh what is there to talk about you know the, the, our con- uh, i think our conversation and communication kind of uh came to a bare uh, minimum even if we found time to be with each other right we found that there was nothing much you know uh to talk about so we'd rather go okay let's all go home <laughs> that's how it was i think that i found that i talked a lot and uh, he talked a lot before marriage okay you know after marriage he he does talk but generally um i had to be interested he loved cricket I, I began to discover a lot of things that were very different about him after we got married. I'm sure the same thing for him as well. You want to go? Yes, yeah. I I quickly before uh, pastor goes on. Mm. I always tell my premarital counseling couples, <laughs> it doesn't matter how long you've known each other. The next morning of your wedding is going to be a different world altogether. You'll start okay. realizing and knowing things mm. different. Pastor. No, she's the eldest in the family. She got things done. Right. you know and i am the youngest in my family others did the things for me okay so i think that was a major difference um uh, and then she's coming from a family where the father so got so involved and i'm coming from a family where they were loving couple just like this but they were very specific about the roles here okay. and there so i think the background also matters the way we are brought up matters but it it's not an excuse we can always look for a new way how to complement each other sure. 
but gender roles are certainly there and i think we need to accept it it is god made us differently but god has called us to celebrate each other's differences okay. now theoretically i have some stuff in my head but i'm going to ask you uh, when you were planning to get married you knew in a year or two you're going to get married and a couple of years after that mm. what were your thoughts before of what your role in marriage was going to be as as a man what did you see yourself as doing for the family uh, i think uh, santosh it is just to be loving affectionate available and provider the details of it will come only after marriage yes yeah so it is just the overall you know what is it that i can do as a person bring in value but it's only after you live with the person and once you get married there are nitigrities of life which you need to look at in the list of four that you've mentioned the yeah. last two um are difficult to go by together because if you're going to be a provider then you're out there working i mean nowadays even if you're working from home but your mind is elsewhere mm. you are gathered up with the thoughts of how am i going to provide for my family make sure they have everything that sure. they need and the other one is being available mm. <laughs> it's difficult to ride both horses now especially considering your profession as a pastor mm. uh what were the challenges for you to know that you were available it's a big challenge because you see it's like this when a man gets married um his mind the he's at the peak of his ministry or peak of the work whatever it is so his focus is on the work yes when the woman gets married the spouse her focus is how to make a home how to decorate a home how to keep home Correct. that is where the conflict starts yes because the husband wants to make it big in the place of work the wife wants to make a home differently and there is a conflict when i came in it is 24 bar 7 in fact uh, i used to sleep only 4 hours a uh, uh, you know day it was tough and uh, it was a new church i was trying to invest everything in the church i realized that it is costly you know but she managed very well she stepped in but it is not right for me to expect her to carry on everything you know to do the role of a father husband everything for the children but she did it very well and i think that was the success in the ministry the way she carried on i'm going to quickly come to you uh, were you about to say something no i'm just saying so providing is there but i we need to also have a balance yes yes so when he was saying that he was caught up in work and got very little time to just spend at home you stepped in now that all would have worked out okay for the children because then you yes. were covering both parts but then he had to be available for you also now how difficult was that for for you to get time from him or mm. you would just let him know that look i i need you to be here with me for some time i think those days the quantity didn't matter really you know i mm. think uh, things are very different today mm. you know the stress the emphasis more on being together we go out together but i think uh, those days the expectations were not so high as to be with me all the time right you know do things with all the time and it also bring our roles from home see my mother was a teacher full time teacher but at the same time she was the homemaker mm-hmm. my father was in ministry anyway i'm also a pastor's daughter so i know what it is but he also helped around the house but my father was an extremely affectionate and expressive man 
and for ministry's sake, he had to actually live away from us because of our education. He lived in Salem and we lived in Chennai. For, for our education, we had to remo- mm-hmm. remain in Chennai. So this long, though it was a long distance kind of a parenting, we didn't feel that because my father connected when he was there. Okay. So I was used to that. And I knew it wasn't so much as being together all the time, but it's just being there when you're there. You know, sometimes you can be there all the time and not be, you know, be there. Even if one hour, two hours is there, if you can actually get involved in actually playing with the children and making me feel special, that was enough. I was going to prompt time. I was yeah. going to prompt you on yeah. that. Being available, okay, are you home two hours every day? Okay, I'm home two hours every day. But it may or may not be mentally and emotionally available for you. So what would it mean for a woman to know that the husband is emotionally available? How, how does she feel it? But again, I would uh, say it's the expression that mm-hmm. matters. You know, yeah, woman, I think, um, if you're talking about the basic needs of a woman, really. Flowers and diamonds and things uh, like that. Not really, not <laughs> okay. for me. It could be different with others. But, you know, if you really look at, uh, you know, the, the so-called uh, cliched love languages or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, mine probably would be the gifts and flowers and would be the last. Okay. For me, time or talk or conversation or even a touch, sometimes you can just go the entire day without even, you know, um, what to say, saying anything that is special. If the conversation is the same with everyone, then the wife doesn't feel very special. Right. But, you know, it's not, I'm not talking about uh, the cliche, it was like honey, darling, and all those things are okay. I mean, you know, it doesn't really matter, doesn't make a woman feel really important. But to say that you meet, you're special or something that you've very frequently said before marriage, why does it have to stop after one? Mm. You know, <laughs> I couldn't, I can't understand that because you, you probably take it for granted that you know, right? Right. So I've got you now. <laughs> right. You know, so I think that is what makes a woman feel because words and a touch, which is a absolutely a, um, not a touch as in, you know, we. Uh, that's uh, anything, it's a non-sexual, it is, uh, it is a caress, or something that makes a woman feel different, that is different to you mm-hmm. than it's with other members of the, ch- uh, the right. church or anybody. You know, that's what makes a woman feel, I mean, me feel special. Okay. So Going back to what you just uh, said a couple of minutes ago about talking and communicating. Now, men and women have different ideas of talking. <laughs> She's laughing already. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't communicating. So, uh, let me say, do you understand his silence when he doesn't speak? I do. Initially, I didn't. Okay. Santosh, honestly, you know, because for me, I come from a very expressive uh, family, you know. My dad was a very short-tempered man and, uh, but the most affectionate. He will just shout and the next minute you won't even know what he shouted at okay. and we know that we are we are absolutely loved by him you know i and i i followed him like and i'm also you know i burst out i say what i want sometimes probably regret what i said but it's over and i can't understand why he's upset after that <laughs> because he won't say don't do that He'll just get into a shell and for two days it's Zamsharat's at home okay <laughs> so you know so what? it's very uh, difficult and i like to get it out he will keep it and I keep, I will forget what had happened and I'll keep asking him, what happened? Why are you like this? I will, you know, not even imagine it was something from me. Okay. I think it's somewhere from the office. Then he'll say, this is what you did. 
Oh, that one. I remember <laughs> so. I think that way. I think in communication, we are very, very, very different. Yeah, going know? into a shell, we often refer to it as a man going into his cave. He has to withdraw. He has to process the entire thing, sort out, come out with a solution. Uh, so what are the top two things that? Well, you've told me one yeah. already. If he's upset about something, but if you know that nothing went wrong at home and he's still silent, what do you think is going on in his head? If he's still silent, I will probably think that something that went on in the office or in church that he's hurt about. But to protect me, he is not sharing. Right. It has happened before, you know. And I know that he is not. He's kind of off color, and you know, he's. Uh, it is what happened, and it has nothing to do with us. And because he's normal with me and he talks, and then he'll be quiet. Then I'll know that something had happened. Somebody would have said something, or something went wrong. But when I ask him later on, I keep. prodding and he will say no i didn't want to tell you i said why wouldn't you want to tell me now i didn't want you get hurt that is one thing second thing he doesn't want me to react to that people those people because you know what will happen you know so i he's afraid that i might take it he so, won't take it out on so them so he's protecting them also yeah he, he no, won't take it out I on think, them i think men look at it differently yes i men do not react in anger a person be because it could be dangerous you know because men's anger is different from the women's you know so you find their words can be measured or limited but when i get angry see i used to get angry a lot during my college days but then i whispered a prayer saying lord control my anger you know things won't be good for my children and wife and so when i get angry i'm quiet or i just take a walk even mm. in the office it's like that in the office they are ready to see my anger you know i tell them and say nobody for the next two hours so i think that is one the second thing is it is what i am going through unnecessarily i don't want to burden her so i keep quiet because men are idealistic women are realistic right now you can call me an idiot and next day morning i say hi sandosh how are you if i tell her that you call me idiot and you st- you come across you, you come face to face she'll turn the other way around someone would be sitting here yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right so i think the behavior pattern is different so i think men's role is there to also protect and maintain the peace and the harmony in the home yes but how do you feel if it was not something from work or mm. something but um if he had something personal that was bothering him and he didn't share with you how does that make you feel no i feel actually every time whether it is you know for my own protection or whatever it is i've always felt very um upset and hurt that i would even interpret it as sometimes that he didn't trust me with it you know he didn't trust me enough or he can he, you i will always tell him that you could always tell me and say don't react this is what has happened Let's be in this together. Like she would, yeah. Be okay with that request. And then, <laughs> yeah, and especially when I hear it from other people, uh, you, mm, uh, you, if I did pastor tell you this is what happened in the church office or something, I'll be like, what? Somebody else has to come and tell me, right. or whatever. You know that leaves you really okay. Whatever reason um, you can say for protecting me or whatever, but I, it doesn't make you feel good. The fact that you know somebody. hadn't really opened up and shared because uh, as a woman i can't speak for uh, all women but generally women and especially me i will just tell everything 
this is what happened whether it is my own parents or this is or this is what happened this is what happened guess what and he will maturely handle it i know that you know if i say i my sister hurt me or my brother or mother hurt me or whatever he's not going to jump on them he will help me understand you know and uh, no this is what why don't you look at it this way this is what happened it's okay to say sorry it's okay to do that and i want that i want that so sometimes uh, i think that he is getting better at it he actually she shares a he's lot more better. now for 40 yeah. years he is getting better <laughs> <laughs> nobody will ever reach a standard if you if you come to that finishing line yeah. it's nothing interesting in marriage yeah, yeah. but would would you be right if i um, the last couple of minutes everything that you've said if i boil it down to saying because we set for better or for worse yes so you want to be part of the bad days as well yes. Uh, yes. whether you contribute to the solution or not because as a, as men we look for solutions we want to sort things out uh, you would like to be heard first or you like to listen absolutely. first as a woman absolutely okay absolutely now yeah. so when um when he says something or let me, let me when when she starts speaking what's the first thing you hear do you hear the topic do you hear her voice do you hear the tone or is there something especially about her you know which way this conversation is going i know i know very well you know <laughs> just so, just the way she calls you also uh, yeah that's with both of us right but when she talks i know whether it is issue based or a person based or whether they have hurt her so i have to deal it from that perspective is if it is issue we'll talk about the issue if it's the person i said no you're reacting because of the person right so but i think there's a strength that she's willing to listen and also realize oh, i made a mistake i shouldn't uh, men do not accept it immediately when they are correction when they are corrected but women i think she in fact accepts yeah i think i should have reacted differently where she is right she will agree to disagree uh so i think her tone and i i can easily make out that she's hurt mm-hmm. even if she doesn't say yes you asked her do you know my her silence i of course i know silence but i do not know from which angle she was hurt so i think it is 40 years of marriage i <laughs> think we have traveled thus far you know and i think i believe we should also come to a place where we understand the unspoken words of the other person yes and uh, because there will be time when i cannot express it all she can't express but we should make out that this is what they are going through and one of the things that comes out especially with um, younger couples now when they face a situation like that they'll quickly say i need my space yeah yeah you i hear that <laughs> i hear that from my grandchildren too you know like we need space and i think this is the latest i mean i can't understand that right yeah but what you're saying is that's your idea of giving space giving a little time i think we can. should give space right. um because one for them to analyze what they've gone through whoever it is the children or whatever it is for them to just say okay give me time for me to handle my own things yes yes i think it is important because if we do not come we jump in and preach or correct they are not yes. able to take it so i think we should give them time yes. even if they are small and i always say you know just because she is married to me i am married to her we should not lose the things that we love to do yes i think god has brought us into each other's life to develop that skill that he has given to her or talent and my role is to complement to see how well she uses that talent 
and not to suppress so that i can climb up okay. have you let's say in the recent past heard her use the words always never <laughs> Oh yeah yeah particularly yeah yeah what are you creating trouble yeah, now that's, for that is there always that's there always. There always that's what i'm saying see i think it is not just the women i think all i have seen it also in my office when they want to get something done they will say everybody is saying mm. only two of them would have said okay if they want to pinpoint you're always like that right now i said no these are terms which you should not use you know maybe once or twice the same person would have done it and never you know these are common thing that not necessarily because we are married but i think in all relationships when people know each other right but th- it happens in our marriage also i think it is basically it's a mode of i mean exaggerating for the sake of emphasis you know it's a hyperbole is a whatever Correct. and i think all of us are prey to this i mean you know just i know you teach i teach communication you teach communication in marriage and this is the first slide that will come never use the word always and never you come home the first, first word is always <laughs> and never right. so i guess it just becomes so part much part of you that uh, you have to consciously now withdraw i think it would be good yeah. for us to replace the word always with often often yes yeah. you often do it yeah, yeah. okay but yeah. then when when do you you do use always or never yeah. what's the response that you get from him immediately immediately said, i said not no always. Not, not always okay. not always i usually yeah. say when was the last time yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly he always says what do you mean al- what do you mean always what do you mean never but again you know i i, I, I think I, it's I just the language flow over it yeah yes. i haven't she, it would have been uh, more often she would have seen the failure so it is always rather than as seeing more often there are success you know yes. a good point so i think the using the word always is not intentionally to hurt but to say you know i see it more often you yeah. know that kind but, of thing but i think she yeah, put yeah. it very well when she said it's to emphasize how you're feeling in the moment That's right. to yeah, give yeah. it a little more power and it's power. just you know yeah. it's just you're full of emotion and especially i use it a lot when he becomes defensive about something it's, mm. i think it's a very man thing or i'm not very sure because when i say this you shouldn't have no it uh even there will always be an explanation for what happened yeah yeah that, that's a prerogative men do that you yeah. know, we always. have to immediately explain and I ourselves can't handle that i said why can't you say i made a mistake <laughs> it won't come see it's better not to get into an argument okay easy um women do get into an argument but um <laughs> men have the women have the last <laughs> word in all the argument look for example like if you're right, driving down the road somewhere you know i'll tell him this is not the road i said why don't you just roll the window and ask this person oh where we are going you know and he'll say no 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 i know where i'm going and then he go a little bit further again i'll ask him apa let's stop and ask i think this is because um that i think he will agree that i, I have a better sense i think it's like this i think it's like this others let's put it this way husband and wife are going and the wife says don't take this route you take it okay you come it's a dead end you take a u turn and come you are 2 kilometers away but we still talk about the dead end <laughs> okay and i think that's where i says leave it we have but come 2 kilometers time. away you lost an hour so we go uh, we go after 1 hour to that place and the prayer meeting is still not started we wasted all the time talking about the the size it leave it corners is over this is what i say when you talk 
the man goes off but still the echo is still there in the house right <laughs> you know but nobody say who am i talking to you know just leave it move on in life you talk about the same thing over and over again discuss the same thing your night gets messed up relationship gets up, affected so i think we should carry on in life right. and he's got a very good uh, sense of humor really as you all know but you know he misses it misses the turn three times and then then go through another route then he'll tell me see have you seen all that have you seen all these places right see, i brought you here just to see so finally the argument is lost lost anyway where's the question of argument after that nice deflection there yeah <laughs> really well uh, i'll make sure my wife doesn't see this video <laughs> uh, we'll quickly go on to the yeah. second one you you talking sure. about sense of humor getting upset and the echoing which bothers you and all that um emotionally speaking mm. uh, what's what's your strong suite in emotions where are you strong emotionally you want to ask him <laughs> yes affection okay this is good and uh, generosity these two are outstanding not just within the family but even outside her heart just goes out when she sees the need and the one thing is we don't discuss much on you know given the total freedom when you see it when you feel it just act when god does that in your life don't wait for permission or anything it's a work of god do it inform later no problem but don't miss the opportunity and whoever it is and um, she just reaches out you know with not what excess she's got with what she's got and i think that is the strength now in in the relationship um what do you feel um is his emotional need as a man i think he um basically everyone needs love i mean you know an affection but uh, for him i think what he needs is words of appreciation which right. is very actually difficult I'm for a wife to say <laughs> appreciate the husband in anything at all i must confess i have not been very generous really because i think the the problem is you know it you know if he's spoken well somewhere if he's done well mm-hmm. i know he, he himself knows and other people are giving so and you I don't just, need to tell him i i i just <laughs> not because i refrain from saying it but now that you're asking me i'm beginning to think about right. it that's all i mean otherwise um we just take it for uh, so granted like, but he is very generous with his words of appreciation say something you did well you know or uh, but i get a lot of compliments because i'm basically i cook every meal and every oh ma super food you know that kind of uh, reinforcements you get when it comes to things so i keep getting some but uh, for him the only area where i can be of anything like is like you've done well you know in his in his uh, preaching or in his and i really have not been very generous so, honestly let's say on those occasions when you know you've done well what does it still mean to you to hear it from your wife mm. good i think uh, she she appreciates and it's coming from my wife she's a good critic right she's a yeah, good critic so when it comes from her it's done you know i should tell you this i heard a pastor and he was saying he invited a guest preacher to his church and he spoke something his wife came and said are what a message he preached he was excellent he said this is what i've been preaching for 20 years you see so sometimes we i think she has listened to more of my message not just the message alone but the appreciation when a wife appreciates a husband it means a lot 
and uh, i think that is one of the need of the husband also yeah. emotional need yes and one of the needs of the wife is conversation she loves to talk uh, that's where i see the different men speak with bullet points women speak paragraph yes but for me i think where i have uh, missed out on that now i can think about it was that uh, he mentioned the fact that you know that, that i am a good critic but you know you want your husband to better in whatever he's doing so so uh, i've really reached sometimes and i must confess and i've really asked a lot of news because when you hear i'm thinking how can i how can he improve but you already use his illustration somewhere else to the same group you forgot this is what you did last wednesday too and I, so my mind is constantly thinking about how can i improve rather right. than what am i getting out of right. it so it becomes very difficult for me to you know finish he said it was uh, good it was good definitely other people probably didn't even uh, understand or even okay. notice that i think so that I is follow a, him that is a role to play see things that others may pat on your back but your spouse is the only critic who will be honest with you right and it is not to break you it is to build you but men find it difficult to accept criticisms right you can mm. say others can say but when it comes from your spouse you know your bp goes very high yeah and the wives so, also uh, should be careful as to it's good how it's packaged be, yeah how is packaged it's not just every time you find something to correct right you know without appreciation you know okay. without uh, saying it was good rather than okay this uh, this was a mistake oh i wish the second you know especially when you're also preparing you know so it's like becomes you know, we used to really share our notes with each other but how to better this Mm-mm. and you know things like that so when i know that he had planned something and rehearsed it previously and it was fantastic and you didn't forgot that the next day i'd be like oh you fucking oh, didn't oh, say okay. that you know so it becomes like uh, a criticism guys i mean i have to really catch myself in order to appreciate and then bring in constructive criticism which is absolutely necessary right would you agree with me that despite all the um, discussion that we've had based on gender mm. that in s- some couples it could be role reversal you know it's it's not traditional that uh, the woman is the one who talks in paragraphs all the time maybe in certain families it might be that uh, the other gender is doing what is generally expected uh, what do you think the difficulty could there be if they fail to accept that what well, this is how we are this is how we are different from the other couples you just be But okay I with think, that i think i uh, think basically everyone wants to change the other yes. i think that's the big problem for us you know right. i want him to do think my way i right. want him to act my way and i see it in my um, children's families and everything also like you know if if the husband or the wife doesn't think along the same lines as you you know and i want him to somehow change is it no this is what happened you in keep insisting this is what it is this is what it is and he doesn't really really uh, solve the situation at the end of the day you want to say something like that see for me it doesn't matter mm. yeah, but in terms of gender roles if the couple has agreed to it right and both of them are comfortable and the family is moving forward i think we should just leave it rather than saying look at what the neighbors are saying this is saying it is their understanding saying ma why don't you go right i'll this time i'll take care of the children grandchildren no 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 she should always sit is he she should be at home no i don't think so you know i think it is an understanding in terms of gender roles 
you know, the man can sweep, the man can cook, and these days it's happening. But 20, 40 years, you know, for if that man carries a broom, oh, you, you should not. I think things have changed. I think it is a mutual understanding from the couple, and as long as they are comfortable in doing this, they should move forward. Yeah. So what works for them individually as a Absolutely. couple? Yes, as a yes. couple, what yeah. works for them, because we really don't know. It's a situation, you know, from family to family it differs, you know. And, uh, but again, um, you know, coming from a traditional uh, upbringing mm -hmm. and uh, having seen our parents do it. I mean, our fathers have been also involved um, quite a bit. And uh, he, as he confessed that he was the youngest and the pampered at home, you know, I don't think he was asked to do anything at home, okay. you know, as a thing. So he never um, kind of thought that was his role. And I also came from a, a home where my mother did, you know. My father would help. He would cut vegetables for her and things like that. But uh, I began to understand this is my role, okay. you know. as a, And I did not feel like I was made to do all that and he didn't do anything. So certain things I expected him to do, take me out. Certain things I had, I knew. If he doesn't do that, then it would hurt me. If he doesn't help me around the house, that's not my expectation. You, you need to be careful that you taking up the role should not make the other f person feel bad and should not make her feel small in the, you know, in the presence of others, saying, see, I'm only doing all this. Right. That kind of a thing, that should be avoided. But I think within the family, they can enjoy each other, celebrate each other. And don't unnecessarily take the criticism of others and then change, shift it. But I really have to appreciate the younger couples these days. And I think there's an understanding that uh, there's more of, you know, sharing uh, the work and things like that. I think generally everything has changed. But at the same time, we also need to keep in mind that God himself, though um, the intrinsic value that he placed in both of us is absolutely the same, he loved us just the same. And I have, you know, everything. There's no difference at all in a man and a woman that way in the eyes of God. But when it came to roles, he actually, he, he actually, he, you know, a man cannot give uh, birth to a child. There are certain things which only a woman can do. The primary caregiver, the early years of a child, mm -hmm. the mother is needed more. So those things, I think, as long as those kind of um, values are not compromised, I wouldn't say these are today's values, but I'm talking about the biblical values. Right. You know, today uh, people give me, this is what, no, the modern society is not like that. This is not how we think. That's how it comes out as. But I'm just saying, as much as the days have changed and the opinions of others have changed, the society has changed, everything has changed. But when you actually go back to the word, he's not going to dilute it according to the 21st century. What has right. been written, you know, certain things that God intended and he designed it in such a way that we work totally complementing one another. Okay. I think that is something that uh, uh, we, if we could keep in mind, it'll be a beautiful uh, relationship okay. that way. All right. So what works for the couple is what they should decide and not let others influence Yes, them. yes. Not even the in-laws. I mean, you know, for me, it's very different. My, the way my children's families function is very different from the way we function. Right. But we have, you know... Um, seen that and if there's anything to be talked about we just you know quietly say it everything but otherwise i think it's uh, left to them it's their individual family now as long as they have come to an understanding and they work 
well within themselves i'm fine with it we are fine with it wonderful thank you so much for your time on this and all the yeah. best with your improvement <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you that's Thanks. about uh, gender roles uh, in marriage so hope you find your balance in your family all the best